everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the fame game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. And you're probably looking forward to this brand new episode. And we actually have a very special guest here. Her name is Leanne. And um, thanks so much for being here, Leanne. It's great to have you. Oh, thanks, Maddie. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Leanne, tell me a little bit about your foundation and a little bit about yourself as well. Well, I was born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. I have been married 35 years, a mother of four, grandmother of three, and um, unfortunately, I started the foundation from a very tragic event in our lives. So, so t- yeah, that, that event, do you want me to talk about that event? Yes, that'd be great. Okay, so um, this occurred on December 11th, 2012. Our youngest son, Andy Hall, who was an absolutely amazing young man, he was just such a, a bright, happy person, his nickname was actually Sunshine. So that's how we came upon the foundation's name of Andy Hull Sunshine Foundation. But he was a um, a marvelous person, um, a very outgoing, happy young man, and began taking Accutane the summer of his junior year in high school, and unfortunately it had tragic effects on him. I really didn't put two and two together until after he died, but he did... um, died by suicide on December 11th, 2012. Wow. So what was that like to kind of cope with that? Well, it's, it's an ongoing process. It, uh, still, we still are reeling from it. I'm sure we probably always will be for the rest of our lives. So it was extremely difficult, uh, because it just seemed to come out from, you know, from nowhere. People have the stereotype of what they, their image of what type of person dies by suicide. And we have an image of someone who's dark and depressed and, and hiding in a room and, and runs around moping or whatever that looks like. It's not the typical image. It really is not the image of suicide victims. So, and Andy certainly didn't display any of those signs. He was being scouted by the Dodgers and the Royals as a baseball player. He was uh, one step away from being an Eagle Scout, outgoing, great, student, um, a leader on the baseball field, had many, many friends, popular, girlfriend, just none of the typical, what we would see is what um, might preclude, you know, lead to suicide. So Andy was at school the day that he died, and he left after second hour Mm -hmm. and went home and shot himself. Really didn't, uh, even that night... Uh, it wasn't something that we could just sit on and and really think about the effects of ourselves because that very night all of Andy's friends started showing up at our house. So it was right in our face. Not not only do we have to deal with the tragic loss of Andy, but the statistics are extremely high for copycat suicides. And so I knew that as those kids began to arrive at my door that we felt like we held their lives in our hands at the same time. And so it became critical how we responded Mm -hmm. to the loss of Andy. 
Wow. Well, you know, I do commend you so much for creating this foundation because as I was looking on your website, you know, Andy did sound like an amazing young teen and who was, you know, capable of great things. And it's such a shame that we lost him. But um, now you're kind of here and you're choosing love, encouragement and suicide prevention. And you believe that like through this foundation, you're going to impact as many children, teens and adults as you possibly can and hopefully spare one person. Yeah, certainly the the message, that's our message. Our motto is you matter. And, you know, in retrospect, I can look back and see some of the signs of some of the changes in Andy before he died. And unfortunately, so many of us as parents and teachers, educators, people that come in contact with young people, we just chalk those moods or mood swings or whatever they might be up to typical teenage syndromes. And unfortunately, the suicide rate is so extremely high because we are putting our heads in the sand. We aren't addressing the issue because it's a terrifying, scary issue. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to think that it's going to happen to them. It's, it's the ultimate failure. It's a failure for a parent. It's a failure for a school. And so we have felt like as a society that if we just don't talk about it, then maybe it's really not there. But it's the second leading killer of our kids ages 10 to 19, second. Wow, that's such a crazy statistic, but it kind of puts, you know, that into perception and gives you a look at reality because as you said, you know, it's something that does need to be addressed. We can't just hide from it. You know, that's one of the things that it's most important is you need to talk about it. And when you start talking about it, you can then address some of the symptoms and kind of go from there. Because like you were saying, it's not a stereotypical thing. You may never know that somebody's planning or having thoughts about stuff like that until, you know, it actually happens. Right. It's very impulsive. So many of the suicides are, are impulsive. They're triggered by something that occurs. And so that's where the You Matter message, first of all, that becomes so important, and also making administrators and, te- and teachers aware of warning signs. So there were people along the way that really could have played you know, a role in altering the course of Andy's ending of his life, but they didn't. Even with my interaction at the school, they, they weren't listening, they weren't hearing, because, it again, it's a very scary thing for teachers and administrators. They're not prepared to deal with it. We um, partnered with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention this last summer, mm-hmm. and through our effort, efforts lobbied to get a bill passed in Congress, and that bill was passed. And it is now in effect so that any teacher or administrator that gets training for suicide prevention or awareness, that that training will now count as continuous credits for them. So they have to have so many credits all the time anyway. This is something that is such a crisis in our schools. This is all the more reason and incentive for them to at least get the training necessary for for the signs. We don't want them to be counselors. We're not asking them to be that, but we want them to make that critical call or bring it to someone's attention or listen to a pleading parent and take it seriously. Absolutely. And congratulations on getting that bill passed. You know, I think, again, it's another step in bringing it to people's attentions to not only bringing it to the students' attentions, but also to the parents, the teacher, anybody in the community that is having contact with, you know, somebody who's going through a hard time or might possibly be thinking about, you know. 
Yeah, it is still, even with that being said, as we approach the different school districts in the city, we are struggling with, first of all, even to get appointments, secondly, mm-hmm. to get anybody to take take the time to implement any kind of programs. There are programs that are out there that are not going to cost our school districts any money, so it's not a cost factor, um, and yet they still, there's so much ignorance around this suicide, mental illness, depression, the stigma still attached to it is that if you talk about it, it's going to encourage the kids to act upon it. Well, here we are in 2014. It's the second leading killer, and we haven't been talking about it. So how how well is that policy really working? Apparently not very well. We talk about drug prevention, teenage pregnancy, all of those things in an effort to alter the outcome. We need to be doing the same with suicide and depression. Absolutely. I agree with you 110%. And I think that's a great way to kind of lead into the next question I was going to ask you is what kind of work is the foundation doing out in the community alongside, you know, this topic? The two major areas that we're, we are focused on is we through our fundraising efforts, which are just um, within, let's say, our own board members. We have our first annual golf tournament coming up here in May. Some of those types of things, we have gatherings in people's houses where we talk about the statistics of suicide and, and the effect upon a society. And by the money raised to that, we're able to give scholarships to graduating seniors. Those seniors have to write essays on why you matter as perceived by the community or your friends and family. It's not based on a GPA or any, any other anything else. It's just thought-provoked. And, you know, how they feel that that you matter approach can impact society. And so those scholarships will be renewable for the full four years that they're in college. So that's a pretty exciting thing for us to do. We feel like the message then is spread just by those kids that are writing the essays and the continued awareness that they bring. Um, The other thing is our partnership with the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the uh, affiliates, the people that work in the local chapters, we go out and we meet as, as much as we can with the districts, the superintendents to share our message, present the possible, and it's not even about selling a program or presenting a program. We don't really care if you use a program that we're bringing. We just want you to do something. So it's just maybe possibly adding to their already, they usually have a crisis um, program implemented into their districts, Mm -hmm. but it's missing lots of parts and pieces. And and the programs that we're talking about or sharing can only enhance that so that everybody's on the same page. What do you do? with a kid who says this, this, or this. I mean, I have the perfect example of my grandson, who's only three years younger than Andy. And right after Andy died, and I started, I was being very vigilant about going through his homework and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I found one of his papers, and on it were some drawings. And on the drawings, he wrote, depressed. Okay, so here's the perfect example of a kid where the teachers all knew his relationship to Andy. He was going to the same grade school that Andy went to. They all knew the devastation in our family, and no one caught that. Those are words. Those are key things for educators not to, not to counsel him, but to be aware of it and go bring it maybe to a parent's attention or a counselor's attention. Hey, we're seeing something that's out of the normal here that maybe maybe someone should take a look at. This is concern for us. Definitely. No one did. 
Definitely. And I, I mean, I know what you mean in terms of that. I totally understand. But um, Leanne, let's go ahead and take a quick little break and we'll go ahead and piggyback off that story when we get back. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Fan Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. And so we are talking to Leanne Hole, and she is actually the CEO of the Andy Hole Sunshine Foundation. And um, basically, the Andy Hole Sunshine Foundation is all targeted at suicide prevention, encouragement, and love. So that's kind of what we were talking about a little bit in the previous segment. And Leanne was also talking about a story, another example of how we can kind of help one another address this problem. And Leanne, if you wanted to go ahead and continue that story, I think that's a valid point to make. Well, bringing about the just the, being able to actually have teachers and administrators to where they feel like they have some resources and that they can address the issue of suicide, depression, mental illness obviously is a huge issue in our society. Robin Williams was a perfect example mm-hmm. of, of just someone who everybody thought was just a happy, amazing guy, and yet there were signs, but we just don't talk about it as a society because it is... It's scary. It's it's failure. It's we just don't know what to do. So the program thing, you know, that we're trying to talk about will at least open the conversation. I vowed after Andy died that I would say that word suicide. That it wasn't going to define who he was or his life. It's how he died, just like any other illness, like leukemia or cancer, whatever it is, mental illness, suicide, depression. Andy's happened to be drug-induced from a prescription drug, acne, or Accutane, which is for acne. And we're just, we're so, we just give drugs out to our kids and to people because we're immune to them. We look at all the side effects, and there's so many of them on so many of the drugs that we just never think it's going to happen to us or our kid. We want to bring about that awareness, and only that awareness can come if we begin to talk about it and address the issue. The, um, I, I recently, we're going to add this to our website. I have three young people that are in college right now who've done presentations in their language arts 
classes or whatever their classes are on suicide awareness. And Mm -hmm. it's because they were touched directly by what happened with Andy. But those presentations are continuing the trickle effect to open the dialogue, open the conversation, bring about awareness. So proud of them for their braveness to, to do that, to stand up there and talk about a subject that not only impacted them personally and affects them emotionally, but they cared enough about it to make a difference in other people's lives. Definitely. It brings you back to that point where it's like you can you can talk about it. It's okay to talk about it. And what we can do together is to address the problem and kind of work together to, you know, build each other up and make sure that we're not tearing each other down. And I kind of wanted to go into another question to Leanne, and that is how can others use this foundation as kind of an outreach? We do have some resources on the website, but primarily, you know, we're still a young foundation. This is, it's only been 22 months since Andy died, so we are still a work in progress. That's one of the reasons we have partnered with a national organization. So we have some additional resources available to us, Mm -hmm. some programs, some training facilities, but one of our goals is to establish You Matter Clubs, and we've got some people working on some bylaws and things like that to where we could establish those clubs in the colleges, universities, and high schools. It's it's a very simple, simple message. You matter because once you, we hand out bracelets everywhere we go. I, I can't even begin to tell you the number of pictures and texts that I get from people who are wearing the bracelets and who've said that they've they've been impacted by that simple message. You matter. You never know how important that message is. To someone, I, I had a mom text me. She said that her son had gotten a bracelet from me that I just handed out to him at a restaurant because he, he was a waiter and he did a really good job. She said, you'll never know how important that was because he has been suicidal over the past years and that resonated with him. It meant so much. Thank you for taking the time to tell my son that he mattered. Wow, that's crazy. And it it's such a again another f- valid point to to point out too is that you never know what somebody's going through. So if you can at least take the time out of your day, I always say this to smile, to say a good word, hello, anything like that, you it could change somebody's whole whole day, whole life in a sense. Yeah, we we're never going to be I shouldn't say never, but our goal right now as a foundation is not going to be the um, suicide hotline foundation or anything like that. I, 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 you know, I'm not prepared for that. I'm certainly not equipped to handle that. What I am equipped to do is tell my story, open the dialogue, empower other people to share their stories, and bring about the conversation and the dialogue and impact people through our You Matter message. That's really our goal. And as a, as a side uh, note, to be able to provide scholarships for these kids is just awesome for me. You know, I'm really thrilled about that, that it's, it's not based on anything else, but just the You Matter message. Absolutely. And I think, again, that's a wonderful message to send to everybody and anybody. And I think you kind of like went into this a little bit, but what has the response been about this organization? I saw on your website, too, that you've had a lot of media exposure over this, which, again, is really great because it's just another way of addressing it out to the greater public. I think because there, because I was so 
vocal about it from day one. Um, and because of that, and because at Andy's school, there have been multiple suicides um, within the neighboring district, <laughs> within that district, several suicides just within the 22 months. I mean, we don't hear about suicide. And I, the media, some, someone in the media had said to me, you know, Leanne, it's kind of an unwritten rule that we just don't talk about suicide. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's for the same reasons that they're afraid to talk about it because they're afraid it'll encourage someone. But because our message was so positive in bringing about, and because Andy was such an unlikely candidate for suicide, I think that that made it all the more important for us to talk about it. If it could happen to Andy, then, my gosh, it could happen to my child. It could happen to your child. So it, it, made, it, it made us all feel vulnerable. When another suicide occurred just four months after Andy died in a neighboring school, I met with the principal, and he said, Leanne, let's do you're willing to speak, let's do a a full assembly. And he gave me the opportunity to speak to 3,000 students there at O'Connor High School. And through that speech, which was, the focus was you matter, and that these kids, you know, need to finish the movie that they've started, that I understand the disappointments of homecoming, um, not being invited to homecoming or crashing the family car or failing a grade or whatever. And to these kids, that was just as devastating to them as my loss of Andy. And so we could connect on that level. They understood that I understood their pain. Well, through, those, through that speech, one of our uh, SA, one of our scholarship recipients, she wrote me a letter and she said, when I sat there and I heard you, she said it gave me permission to go get the counseling that I needed because I had been cutting myself. And she said, I heard you tell me that I mattered. And I went on to get counseling. And she's now at NAU and and doing well. And um, gosh, if that's that's all I did was affect one person. But I I know I didn't. I've heard from others. Um, It's just the media somehow latched on to that, and now I've kind of been the go-to person when something like that does happen, and I'm thankful for it, even though it's difficult for me. I seem to now have a group of moms, sadly, who have lost their children to suicide, and we meet, as a side note again of the foundation, but because of all the publicity, um, it's made it possible for them to have someone to go to after their tragic loss. And maybe as a group of moms, we'll be able to make a difference and impact our own community because we are willing to talk about it and share our stories of the loss of our children. Absolutely, Leanne. And I think, again, um, what you're doing is so great and it's so powerful to say that you matter because that's the the message that we want to portray out as well. But Leanne, we actually have to take a quick little break. So keep it right here. You're listening to The Thing. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? 
Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kids' perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's kids and cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. 
You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. We still have Leanne here. And again, we were just delving deeper into the subject of, you know, addressing the problem of suicide and how we can all work together to empower people that they matter and spread that message out to everybody and anybody. And Leanne, the next thing I was going to ask you, I know you were talking about a previous story and impacting kids at a school event and, and speaking there. Do you happen to speak at other schools and various events in the Valley? Yes, I've spoken to the, interestingly enough, it's the private school system that seems to be more open these days to hearing my story, but I have been invited to speak at some of the districts and their K-12 meetings where they have all of their administrators, their vice principals and principals all there. That was an awesome opportunity for me to be able to explain to them the importance, how pivotal their contact with our kids, how life-changing it can be, and to free them to to look for other resources if they do see a kid that maybe is doing something out of the norm. Um, so, yes, uh, junior high, I've spoken to junior high kids as well as the high school kids, which my message is a little softer than it is with the high school kids, mm-hmm. but... All, you know, all the same, I have been invited to, I was the guest speaker on Mother's Day of all things at a large church where I was actually able to give the message for all three services and so clubs and, you know, anywhere that I can. Um, recently just invited to be a motivational speaker for uh, North Dakota. My husband's working up in North Dakota, so... You know, it's just continued to grow uh, all the opportunities that present themselves for me to come and talk. And I hope it just grows more and more. That's my goal is to, to share this story nationwide and to open that door for communication within our schools and parents and homes so that it's by talking about it, maybe we can prevent it. Absolutely. And tell me a little bit more about your volunteer events that you have available. Our big one coming up is May 8th, and it's our first annual golf tournament. It's going to be held at Ganey Ranch, so we're super excited about it. The sign-up sheets will be, if they're not already, they'll be on the website soon. I know we were getting ready to upload them, so save that date, May 8th. That will be a big one. Our plan is to have two annual large fundraising events. Um, We're going to have some smaller events that are really put on by our our board members. We have, I, I mean, I'm... I'm stunned at the board that we have been able to put together. We have 12 board members that are superintendents. They are city officials, um, attorneys, financial advisors. It's an amazing collaboration of people within our community who are really well connected. So we're going to utilize their own personal networks to have fundraisers in in their own houses or wherever that looks like so that we can focus on raising the money for our scholarships and, and looking for grants always. We were applying out there for grants so that we can fund these. Um, you know, our main our main focus again will be just to have as many opportunities for me and you know, we're training some other moms to be able to talk, to come out and share their stories. Um, oh, you know, I spoke at, at the mm-hmm. detention center down at Florence recently. That was probably one of the most impactful events for me, um, mainly because I, I just wasn't sure 
how we were going to connect. How are they going to, how are kids in a detention center going to connect with me? Sure. Um, a middle-aged, you know, mm-hmm. Caucasian woman. How's that going to look? <laughs> and we were able to connect on the level of pain and loss. Wow. And it opened it opened that door so that they felt free to share their stories and their hurts, their attempts at suicide, their thoughts of suicide, depression. I mean, it was it was amazing. And so any opportunity that I can have to speak will be our focus. And then raising money as a sidebar to, you know, to fund our scholarships and then starting new matter clubs wherever we can in, in the colleges and high schools, clubs, you know. Any small club would be great also. Yeah, that's... I've spoken to Rotary Clubs. Yeah, that's wonderful to hear that, you know, that you want to delve more into the school systems and hopefully get everybody on board with that. I think that it's great, again, to address the problem and educate people about it from younger elementary grades all the way up until high school. But, um, Leanne, tell me where you'd like the foundation to be in five years if you can look from this point till now. You know, I had some, uh, because of the, I'm sure because of the news publicity and mm-hmm. all the notoriety that I've gotten, you know, has gone to different states. And my son, uh, one of my sons who's in the Air Force, he was doing an Ironman uh, competition as a fundraiser for our foundation this last September in Lake Tahoe. And because of that, wow. there were politicians from Nevada that ended up getting involved. And plus, the newspaper wrote up a huge story about him. But in addition to that, our suicide rate is so high in the military, he's the perfect spokesman for it. And his, his story was actually picked up um, in the AP by different, all over the place, Ohio, Washington. It was amazing how many different states have picked up his story, a lot because of his involvement in the military. And then the United States Air Force picked it up. So our goal is to be nationwide. Um, to hand out You Matter bracelets everywhere we go, any place that I speak, so that you begin everywhere you walk. You're going to see someone, no matter where you are, you're going to see someone wearing that yellow You Matter bracelet. And I tell people, if you've got one, an extra one, hand it out to someone. So I, I try to hand out two when I give, give them to someone. One's for you, and one's for you to find someone else to share it with. So... Nationwide speaking, you matter clubs and schools and districts that aren't afraid to implement a program into their, and, and doesn't have to be my program or the American Foundation for mm-hmm. Suicide Prevention. I don't care what they do. Just do something and talk about it. Very great. That's such a simple thing to do. And, you know, it's something that we do need to get on board with as well. We just need to get involved somehow, some way. And Leanne, finally, my final question for you is, what advice would you give to somebody who's going through a hard time emotionally? Well, it's different advice whether you're talking to a kid or an adult. And again, let me clarify that I'm not a counselor or therapist. I'm certainly not um, certified or equipped to really answer or deal with that question. When I get those questions posed to me, I tell people, take it seriously. You know, Andy was my fourth child. I had been through teenage ups and downs, so I thought I was prepared. I thought I was equipped. I'm involved. I'm an involved parent. And I missed the signs because I didn't know that it was what it was. And so take whatever your kid or whatever your family member 
is saying or doing seriously and look for the appropriate help that is available out there. There are counselors out there. There are resources. And don't be afraid, don't be ashamed to tell someone that you're hurting, that you're sad beyond what's normal, um, that it's going on and that you're, you're feeling thoughts. I have those thoughts now because of my losing Andy. I tell people, I have thoughts of suicide. The difference is between what I'm going to act on and what's a thought. And so what are the coping skills that I have to help me through those times when I think those thoughts? Those skills are what are critical. Definitely, and it's in a matter of educating people on how to deal, you know, with critical situations like that and being able to cope and also, again, spreading that message of you do matter. So, Leanne, in other words, too, how can others contact you or learn more about the foundation and also donate? Well, on our website, which is andysunshine.com, so A-N-D-Y-S-S-U-N-S-H-I-N-E.com, it's really easy. There is a place, there's a PayPal that you can donate on the website. You can contact me. We um, All of our money goes towards these kids for scholarships or buying bracelets. So our money is not, we don't have any paid salary members. Um, it's strictly for the kids or people, not just kids, but people who need the message that you matter. Very simple. I'm on Facebook. Our foundation's on Facebook. You can tweet us. We do tweet. Um, I'm not very good at Instagram yet, but if you're a great person at Instagram, reach out to me and tell me you want to help. We, we look for volunteers all the time. And remember to save the date for our golf tournament, May 8th. It's going to be awesome. Come out and put a foursome together and, and play golf with us for a good cause here. If you have some ins for an opportunity for me to speak or come out and make a presentation at your school or club, you know, we don't charge for that. We just show up and bring resources. So would love that opportunity to come out and, and have a conversation anywhere that we can and gladly accept all the money that you would, uh, you know, feel that you want to donate. Wonderful. And thank you so much, Leanne, for coming on my show and, and talking about this. I really wanted to address this, and um, I think you did the perfect job of showing us just how we can get involved. Thanks so much, Maddie. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, it's brave when someone wants to, to talk about this subject. So you are a brave person. Thank you so much, Leanne. I hope you have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye-bye. So, guys, that's the end of this segment. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. 
Your host will be combing the pages of the mall and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. So I think that was a wonderful, wonderful interview that we had with Leanne. Again, I know that the subject and the content of it was a little touchy for some people. Um, Not the typical what you would see on the Fame Game, I guess. But I, I wanted to address it just because... I do have such a heart for issues going on in the world and, again, things that are going on with our youth as I work a lot with youth engagement. It's just that, again, and also I mentioned this in the past, too, that there's a mix-it-up day at my school, and it's actually coming up in a few weeks. And I came in contact with Leanne from Michelle Corrigan, who, you know, is kind of like my manager-ish, sort of, like for guests and stuff. She pops up every now and then. But um, she told me about Leanne and, you know, how she started this foundation because of her son Andy's death. And I just thought that it's so brave. And again, that word comes out brave because she took the time and the energy and all the love that she had left after this devastation. And she ended up coming to a point where she's like, I'm not going to make the problem any worse for say, but I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to go out there in the community. I'm going to educate people about this. I'm going to talk about my experience as a parent. And then I'm also going to go and be an advocate for such a cause and to hopefully just touch one person. And like she said, you know, if you can touch the life of one person, your job is, is done. It's satisfied. At least you, you've made an impact in some way, shape or form. And I think it's, a great point that she also made just kind of reflecting on the interview too that you never know what somebody's going through and I tell you this all the time because it's it's the way that we treat people the way that people act around you our environment in itself you don't know what's going on at home and that's always something that we talked about in school too when we had like an anti-bullying initiative and I told you this before as well you've probably heard I was on Disney Channel's Friends for Change and I attended an anti-bullying and leadership camp and it was basically a four-day process of just showing us you know, what are the effects of bullying? Who are the people involved with it? Which is usually three different people. It's the victim, the bystander, and the bully, of course. And so it it just, you have to put it into perspective sometimes that you, again, you don't know what's going on at home. You don't know that person's life story. You don't know how much they can't handle and you don't know the way in which that they'll react either. So again, suicide, like she mentioned, is the second leading cause of death today. And uh, again, it's just such a problem that we're facing. And the first step to do that is educating people and bringing awareness to it too. I think that it's important to talk about things like this, especially with our younger generation, just to show them that, you know, they're not alone. And that's kind of I would say the overlying theme for today's show all in itself, also this segment, because I just want you to know you are not alone. Trust me, um, the whole message, it's very simple. Two words, you matter, but literally it's like the most powerful thing that you could say to somebody. If they're having a bad day, you matter. Like, you know, if you're ever hard on yourself, you matter. I can't tell you how many times it's been like crazy to think about even like for a few years ago too, it's just like 
counseling in itself too if you if you need help or you just want somebody to talk to it's okay because honestly like when I was younger like in elementary school and stuff I suffered with a lot of anxiety I again I was very shy I was very closed obviously that's not the case anymore because I've grown out of that yes Bruce I know <laughs> yes Bruce is laughing at me because he knows very well he tries to shut me up sometimes and I just can't but anywho, you know, but like I was saying, though, it's totally okay to talk to people and to just share and spread your feelings, too. Um, you know, you have friends, you have family, you have me, even so, you know, I know I'm just a radio host that you probably listen to every now and then, but I'm always here to talk to somebody who needs a boost of inspiration, encouragement, they just need some advice, like I'm here, whatever the case is, you can email me. I'm sure you can find it on the little show page right there. It'll be like, email host, click, and then you're good. So, yes. But like I was saying, you know, it's not just out of the norm for somebody to go through hard circumstances. And not necessarily saying that, like, suicide in itself is something that I've gone through because it's not. So I can't necessarily put myself in the shoes of another person. But I can at least sympathize with them and make sense of, like, what, what people are thinking in order to feel that they're not good enough. And I just, like I was saying, you know, when I was younger, had a lot of anxiety. It was one of those things, too. And then a certain point in my life like singing you know is obviously a big part of who I am today and and how like where I am and um, the opportunities that I've been given but you know it comes to a point where you're like should I keep doing this you know I, I told myself when I was younger too I was like mom I don't think I'm good enough for this I told my mom and dad I was like I don't think I'm good enough for singing and stuff like that that obviously was not the case but again people get so hard on themselves and me being somebody who can be a little OCD in terms of like grades and um the word perfection in itself which perfect does not exist when people call me perfect I'm like I'm not perfect because it's just it's not in me to call myself perfect. I don't put myself up to that standard. But again, you know, everybody has their own definition of perfect. And to me, I just feel that everybody's perfect in their own way. It comes up to your own standards. So, yeah, that's just basically how it is. But again, it just, I want you to know that you're not alone and the fact that Every, again, everybody goes through something, so please, if you need to share or you need to talk to somebody, please reach out to me. I honestly really don't mind. I'm here for you all the time. And yes, so just to kind of tie this all together and to make sense of it all, hopefully you like my little like short discussion at the end of this. I just got really passionate about it and I started like, oh, spewing off and just getting and getting and getting and going. So Again, back to the thing. So I was doing a fact about suicide and essentially I found out that suicide actually takes the lives of thir nearly 40,000 people a year. And that's such a huge demographic. Again, when you're putting this all into like what is happening, what are the leading causes of death and suicide being too, it's obviously a problem. It's an, an issue that we need to address. And um, that number to me, 40,000 people is way too high. So... I just wanted to say that, again, that's where we need to step up and we need to act and we need to show everybody that they're good enough and they deserve to be here. And on a video that I saw on YouTube, 
again, to kind of make sense of this all and to also top it up really nicely. Um, I got this one quote and it says, with God, everything or every day matters. Every person counts and that includes you. So I hope you take that quote, that piece of inspiration, encouragement, apply it to yourself. Hopefully it touches you. You know, like I said, it's again that whole fact of like, if you just touch one person, it does make a difference. So I'll always be here with you. If you need to talk, need inspiration, guidance, I'm your friend. I'm always here. Not going anywhere. So yes. So with that being said, you're probably wondering, are we going to have a featured song of the week? And yes, you are, because I won't let you down for that. That's actually one of my favorite parts too. So this one's called I Won't Let Go by Rascal Flatts. So enjoy. It's like the storm that cuts a path. It breaks your will. It feels like that. You think you're lost, but you're not lost on your own. You're not alone. I will stand by you. I will help you through. When you've done all you can do, and you can't come, I will.
you go. So thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to The Fan Game on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. This show has been produced by the Kid Star Radio Network for Voice America Kids. And again, thanks for listening. And up next is a song of the Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. Pops from the Kidstar album of the month.